David Watts on Mix 93.8. Welcome to it. It's time for What's Involved as we do each and every Monday at this time. An absolute pleasure to be in your company. A little bit of November rain. We thought that would be appropriate. Nice to have the rain. Hey? I see they've got some uh, hectic th- uh, thunderstorms forecast for the week, but I'm sure we'll be okay. Not too much of a hassle there. We love the rain. So it is what's involved. My special guest in studio with me tonight uh, from the company which intrigued me from the first time I heard the name. A uh, company called Therefore. It's Peter Lever, the founder CC and CCO. No, CEO of, <laughs> of Therefore. Hello, Peter. How are you? Hi, David. Very well, thank you. Good, good, good. Uh, you and I arrived almost at the same time at the station tonight amidst uh, amidst the rain and everything. Um, I got a little concerned when I left my place. It started to hail a bit, but uh, we managed to get you. So all good, and you're here in, uh, in, in, in one piece. We're going to be chatting, and I've got to say, because I said, you know, therefore, it, it intrigued me. Um, where did you come up with this name, Therefore? Well, it was a bunch of things. The one is is that um, we kind of knew it would stick, if the truth be known. Uh, and also, it's a leading thing. So, you know, this happens, therefore that, uh, which is very much within our kind of ethos. Yeah. Because we like to sort of almost play at the strategic level. And strategy is all about something happening, therefore something else occurring. Uh-huh. Um, so, therefore, was kind of connected into the strategic space for us. And it also shipped with quite a neat little logo, which we could uh, we could work with. So that's those three little dots, which the which ones. mean therefore. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, becoming clearer, and we're going to find out a bit more about therefore and what you do uh, in a little while. But talk to me a little bit uh, about Peter. Where, where, where did you sort of start out? Where did you come from? And how did we get to running your own business, a company called Therefore? All right, so my, my checkered past, I'm going to kind of gloss over it, if you don't mind. <laughs> just the highlights. Yeah, just the highlights, or the lowlights, depending on which way you look at it. <laughs> I sort of started off, in, in fact, teaching. I did a brief stint of teaching, worked out okay. that I was an absolute disaster. It moved along quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, then um, teachers are very special people. That's the bottom line, you know. Did some work in the analysis space uh, for uh, EdCon initially, and a little bit of work for Standard Bank in the analysis space. Got sucked into the sort of e-coms thing in the late mm. 90s, early 2000s. Then kind of morphed into the IT space and floated to the surface. And uh, about 2006, I kind of thought I was ready for a new challenge and I went out on my own. So I've been kind of self-unemployed since 2006. But now, when you say this, because this is something that always fascinates fascinates me, did you know um, at all times, or, or was there always something in the back of your mind that goes, I want to do my own thing? Was was that there all the time? or Because, I mean, you said you made the choice. So a, a lot of times entrepreneurs kind of uh, don't really decide to be entrepreneurs. They kind of get forced into it. But uh, yeah. you... No, oddly enough, it was always there. I mean, ever since I can remember, I knew that my destiny was to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, from a personality perspective, I think I'm best suited uh, to not working in the corporate spaces. I'm not a great fan of the kind of rigidity around corporates. I need the the freedom and the creativity that uh, mm. that you know working in an entrepreneurial environment allows you. And these days, I mean, the big the big buzzword these days is the ability to pivot and to change focus very, very quickly. Whereas in some of those big corporates, I mean, decisions can take forever. 
absolutely absolutely okay so so we know where you come from can i can i interject here because that uh, kindred spirit here uh, you're also originally from the east Rand, from the far east behind the burvos curtain very much like i am yes uh you're from springs absolutely Okay, yeah, Springs a little further east than me. I'm, I'm a Benoni boy. Very proud of the East Rand we are. Take it, you're also... Yeah, I love it. Hey. Springs yeah. Boys High School, a shout yeah. out for anyone that mm. may be listening. <laughs> <laughs> good good mate of mine, uh, Tom London, um, was a, well, is still a Springs boy. still very passionate about uh, about Springs. And uh, he spent a lot of time on uh, 702, et cetera, et cetera. We did our radio careers, literally started together at the Correct. Pick and Pay Hypermarket in Boxburg. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, so, so let's move along um, and, and let's talk. I mean, the company name sounds brilliant. Therefore, I, I get the, the concept of, you know, this, therefore that, et cetera, et cetera. But what do you do? Well, what we do is we work in the, in the business process management space. Uh, in this market, people understand it as what they call CRM, customer relationship management. Okay. And fundamentally, we work in the business process management space, which is kind of like... CRM on steroids, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in a position to take a business, to map its processes, and then to, f- to make it easy for them to run those processes. And okay. those processes are typically either tasks or queries, anything of a repetitive nature that needs to be managed and controlled. Now, automatically, I mean, I've got, I've got a fairly strong sales background, so automatically when I think CRM, um, you know, customer relationship management, yes. Uh, customer relationship marketing is another term that gets thrown around um, but is, is it because because if I understand correctly you're targeted at, at the sort of larger companies so a little company like mine um, we wouldn't need a service like yours necessarily or would we well we work best in environments that are either very complex mm-hmm. or environments where there's more than 150 staff Okay. Now, when you've got a small outfit, you can stand at the one side of the passage and bellow to your staff. But when you get to 150 people, yeah. there's just too many people to bellow. They can't hear you. So, generally speaking, most of our clients either run really complex businesses that need to be tamed mm-hmm. uh, or they have sort of 150 staff. Now, where we differ from CRM in a sense is that CRM is often about acquiring new, uh, new customers Whereas our speciality is making sure that the customers that you have are really well looked after and that they stay with you. So we're in the game of reducing churn and we're in the, gr- the game of increasing efficiencies. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and we're going to talk about sort of your, your various iterations of uh, your, your offerings because you've got, uh, there's a couple of them. You've got Therefore Quantum, uh, Therefore Strat IQ, Therefore Help Desk, that, that sort of... Uh, it rings for me. I can understand that a bit. You're going to have to unpack the rest. And then uh, also, therefore, uh, field tasks. So we'll get into that, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about each one of those uh, when we come back. My guest in studio tonight from Therefore, the CEO, Peter Lever. We'll be telling a little bit more to Peter, finding out exactly what he does and how he does it uh, as we go on during the course of the show. David Watts on Mix 93.8. It is... What's involved this Monday evening? My special guest in studio, uh, Peter Lever, CEO of Therefore. So you've broken it down. Peter, you made it a little easier for me to understand sort of CRM, but it's CRM on steroids. So before we get into the various offerings that you have, though, what, what led you to, to develop a, a, a sort of set of softwares like this? Uh, you obviously spotted a niche. 
Well, we did. You know, in a previous life when I was still in, in the in the habit of being on people's payrolls, mm-hmm. uh, I'd put in um, a similar package which we'd written from ground up for uh, an employer of mine, and it made a huge impact. And when I went out on my own, one of the first things I wanted to do was to take something similar to market. Went out, had a look to see what was available, and everything was selling for telephone numbers. And I realized there was a gap to bring a product to the market that the market could afford. So fundamentally, that's why we developed our own application. The original thinking had been to take somebody else's product to markets, but they were just outpricing the markets. And the market, to the large extent, the same position continues to hold. So our big mission was let's take a product to market that doesn't cost a telephone number. Okay, and, and, and how would your solutions benefit a company? Let's, let's start off, and maybe you can give me an example. Let's start off with, um, therefore, Quantum. Because, yes. number one, I love the name. Quantum is just such a cool name at the moment. Um, so, so Quantum, for example, what kind of a business would use it and how would it benefit them? Well, Quantum is, is generally used by businesses that run call centers and typically customer, customer-facing call centers. So you have a lot of businesses that typically deal with lots and lots and lots of SMEs, small clients. Mm-hmm. And there's a high cost to owning those relationships, those client relationships. Lots of huge volumes of tasks, huge volumes of queries being phoned in by customers. And they need something to allow them to manage those volumes of tasks and queries. So, in a by way of example, uh, one of our clients um, plays in the distribution space, and they have you know large, large, large volumes of tasks and large, large volumes of queries, and these things have to be managed, and they need to make sure that they're closing them all within acceptable service levels and those types of things. So that's what Quantum does. It allows people to log those tasks and log those queries that their customers are phoning in with, and manage them to a close. And then obviously there's a whole suite of management reporting that sits behind this to allow people to obviously keep an eye on performance and the like. So for an example, okay, um, are we talking the likes of insurance companies? I mean, a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of various insurance companies at the moment. A lot of them work mainly via telesales, call centers, et cetera, et cetera. So I would then have quantum um, I would have access to quantum. So let's let's first ask um, your software. Is it is it something like in the old days? Um, I'm not going that far back where you have to have 47 uh, floppy disks. But I mean, is it something that has to be installed? Is it cloud based? Uh, do you have to have specific servers? Does it matter what operating systems you run on? Well, you know, we're our firm belief is is that we should stick what we do, stick with what we do, and our clients should stick with what they do best. So in essence, we, we rent Quantum out. Mm-hmm. It's a software as a service type of application. So if you drop the jargon, it's a rental. We host the thing, we set it up, we configure it. We do absolutely everything. All our client needs to do is to run their business, which is what they wish to do. So to use your example of an insurance company, I mean, we've all phoned into insurance companies, logged queries about invoices that perhaps are late or missing in action or, or perhaps incorrect or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm that event would then be tracked or would be logged to the system. And then once it was logged, its resolution would be tracked. Um, and you'd be able to, you know, to check on performance and, and all those types of things. 
Okay, so I'm sitting there as a call center operator. I am logged into therefore Quantum, for, for example, and I then log the various queries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and then from there, all sorts of fun things happen on the back end because obviously um, it doesn't end once I've now logged my complaint and sure. said goodbye. Yeah, sure. I mean, you would perhaps um, record a query and then you would pass it back to an expert in that particular sphere. It would then be resolved and then perhaps come back to you as the call center agent and you would then contact the customer and close that query out with the customer. Mm-hmm. So you're right. There's a whole uh, process flow that sits behind the thing and the application's got a configurable process engine. So we go in, we understand our client's business processes. In fact, our value proposition isn't really the software. Our value proposition is that we're great at understanding business process. Mm-hmm. Uh, the software is really a ticket to the game, but the value add comes in to us digesting a business process and designing a solution. So this is, and, and, and I think this is, is very, very important, is this is not one size fits all. Here we go, you know, plug it in, let's hope it can work. You would go in and you would spend time first learning the business itself. Absolutely, absolutely. Beyond, you know, without that, you know, there's no value proposition. So if I so. was if I was the CEO, the CFO, either one of those, I mean, I could say to you, listen, in my business, I want to make sure that X, Y, and Z is happening. I'd like to get this information. You're able to do that? Correct, correct. Okay. So, so yeah, exactly. We would go in, we would understand from the client exactly what their environment calls for. There's functionality that we would either turn off or turn on, and then we would configure the business process flows. Uh, you know, and we would obviously optimize those business process flows to add in a bit of efficiency, uh, make things easier on the people, and um, yeah. Because I mean, there, there's just just thinking about that. One of my pet peeves is if I call into somewhere and you and you sort of go through the whole process. They say this may be recorded, etc., etc., etc. You do the whole thing, sure, and you never hear back from them. And then when you phone them back, it's as though you phone them for the first time. They're like, No, 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 we haven't got anything. You know, and yet when I've seen where, where these kind of softwares have been in place, yes, um, that resolution and that customer relationship side of it, sure. um, it certainly makes me feel better, you know, knowing that I'm not just an irritation or a number. Well, you know, just a simple thing like being able to give somebody a reference number hmm. buys a strong sense of comfort, you know, and once something's been logged, it can't go away until it's been resolved. And, uh, you know, businesses that deliver on promises become very powerful. Yes, the consumer appreciates that, and that's the game we're in, mm. is helping them do exactly that. And I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, and this is vitally important from anywhere from a small business uh, like mine right the way up. Um, I know that just in my little business, mm. um, I've said, have you sent the email to X, Y, and Z explaining what has happened? Yes, 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 we have. And I move on with my day. Yes. Three days later to receive a scathing email from the client going, do you guys not communicate? <laughs> Yet if we'd logged it, um, and if we had a process like that, even as a small business, it would have made life that much easier. So, I mean, customer perception can be, can be a brilliant thing, but it's a double-edged sword. Absolutely. 
Alrighty, but there are other sort of products in the suite. Can we call it a suite of products? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get back and we're going to have a chat to them and see exactly uh, what the rest of them are about. Um, therefore, Quantum, though, uh, call centers. We're going to talk on, on a couple of other things because I'm, I'm fascinated about this. And the fact that um, we're going to get on and going to find out uh, where this product comes from. Is it something that uh, we've imported from the States or is it 100% local? We'll find out all about that when we come back. Chatting to my special guest in studio uh, today, Peter Lever, the CEO of Therefore. David Watts on Mix 93.8. What's involved is the show. My guest in studio, CEO Peter Lever, CEO of Therefore. Now, I'm going to interject here. We're going to go totally off script now. But we were just talking off air. And uh, you have a musical bent as well. You've got a band. Well, you, you, do you still sort of record under the same name? Yeah, you know, we, we get together periodically and, and write and record music. Just for fun. Just for the lark of it, eh? Yeah. And the band, uh, Bizarre Bizarre, you Bizarre said. Bizarre, as in a strange place to shop. A strange place, very seventies, very psychedelic. That <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to see if we can get our hands on some of that. You said uh, you said you're having stuff remastered, but there's stuff on SoundCloud now. Yeah, there is stuff on SoundCloud now. Yeah, lovely, lovely. So, uh, you see, it's, get, it's nice to get the, to know the man behind the the business. So. Uh, there we go. We made a joke earlier on as well that Peter was saying, you know, some people play golf and uh, you guys record and play music. And she got my vote. I'm not a big golfer, got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I play I play a fantastic game called Murunsuk. Um I played once at Royal Johannesburg and the, at the end of the day, the caddy thanked me for taking him to parts of the golf course he'd never, never been seen. to. Yeah. So I thought that was my sort of, that was where it, it, it sort of ended for me. Anyway, we're talking about Therefore, Therefore Quantum. Uh, we covered that earlier on. So uh, that's the, the software service. Uh, is it is it right to say it's cloud-based? That's the, that's the big thing at the moment, cloud-based. It is cloud-based, and it's cloud-based for a number of really important reasons. Mm-hmm. But most practically, because it's on the internet, you can get to it from wherever you are. So if you've got a ton of bran- lots and lots of branches, mm-hmm. all of those branches can get to the application comfortably. And if you've got trading partners, even across continents, if you wish, those trading partners can also, in fact, sign in. So it's multiple company capable, which is a, one of our kind of unique uh, propositions, is you can bring your trading partners in too, and they can interact with you, um, you know, via the cloud, so to speak. Now, Peter, if I'm if I'm uh, in that sort of at that sort of uh, exec level where um, I might be looking like at something like this for my business or for making a change. Um, if I if I try and get hold of therefore, yes, am, am I going to be chatting to one of a hundred thousand minions, or can I get directly to you? S- straight to me. Hey? So just give me a call, and uh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, I so. like that. I like that. Okay, so we've we've covered therefore quantum, but there are more modules, plugins, if if you would, and they these can all of this. Do I understand correctly? All of these different ones, you can use all of them. Some of them. One, two, whatever, whatever you need for your business. Absolutely, and and we we'll go through sort of the variants that we we have. Mm, let's of, do. But uh, the bottom line is is that if there's if there isn't a variant, um, you know, in our in our sort of stash for you, so to speak, uh, and you have specific needs, we'll just configure something that talks to those specific needs. But we find that the variants that we have generally tick most of the boxes. So you're right, you know, you can use one of these things, you can use them all if you wish. 
and okay. if your needs are specific, we can we can customize something for you. And and still on that rental basis, so oh, you're not going to go ooh because you know how many times I've seen that. Yeah. Um, when when I've had to go outside of my programmers, for example, and I've looked at something, and you talk to the person, and they go, "We can do it," mm-hmm, and then they start to go, mm. "Do you know customization is expensive?" And you think, <laughs> "Oh, here we go." Yours, no, just rental. It's just rental. So irrespective of what you do with it. Uh, it's still the same rental arrangements. And uh, contract basis, month to month? Month to month. And the reality is, is, you know, we rent it out and we've got enough confidence in, the, in, in, in what we do that we're quite happy for people to be in a position where they can give us a month's notice. Because the reality is, is that we add value such that they don't. You know? I was going to say, once you've, once you've kind of invested, you made that kind of commitment, yes. you're not going to want to go, ah, no, thanks, we're going to do something else. Yeah. I guess some of the other, some of the other products in, 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 in the stable, as it were, um, therefore, Strat IQ, that, that just immediately sounds very fancy to me. Well, you know, it, it isn't really all that fancy because uh, I'll give you the lowdown and dirty on that one is, is that most strategy plans... Um, that executives would put together. I mean, it's a sad reality that sort of, if you're lucky, 50 to 60% of them will ever get executed. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's tough to, for blokes to break away from the boardroom table and actually invest time in strategy execution. So the Strat, the Strat IQ application, what that allows executives to do is to log their strategy, to record their strategy on the application, and then to put the, the various strategic items through to the people that are accountable and then to track to a point of resolution. So the objective really is is to make sure that more of people's strategy is executed and that obviously unlocks immense value. So it's yeah. just a tool to help people manage the execution of their strategy. Nice and simple. But but a very valuable tool. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm going, yeah, okay, I can see where this would help. Sure. Okay, so again, this is about value to your client correct and and okay and then one i think we touched on because when we we went call center but then there's there's a different aspect to it and uh you've got this covered as well therefore help desk so a help desk is essentially like a call center but it's internally focused Mm -hmm. so and you know think of your your it crew you know and you're continually logging requests for a you know that mouse that doesn't want to work or that screen that's fuzzy or the internet that's down or whatever the case may be. You know, all of those requests then get logged and the IT crew can then manage them to a close and they can track their performance. They can see what's open. They can see what's closed. They can give you a reference number. They can keep you in the loop, you know. Listen, we've tried to do something similar. Um, and, and that's not where my company's focus necessarily is. Yes, I have the programmers. We do, um, as I've said before, and we do a lot of the video-based stuff, the social media video, et cetera, et cetera. We do websites. But we were asked to, to put together a little help desk for a company, yeah. a small group of companies. What a nightmare. No, what an absolute nightmare for us because that, you know, it's, it's the old thing, my, my dearly departed grandmother always used to say, stick to your knitting. Absolutely. And, and, and we got away from our knitting. And it, it can be. And I mean, I know um, the guys that were sort of handling this, you know, the, the, the typical IT support is, have you tried switching it off and then on again kind of thing? <laughs> yes. Um, so this is for bigger businesses where you can then log it to a centralized place and you can say, 
my mouse do not want to work. It can't like to be working and all of those things. Sure. They then give you the ticket. The ticket gets logged and then gets resolved. Correct. That's it. Okay. Again, nice and simple, really, if you look at it closely. All righty. And then the one that I think, um, and as I'm going to read this, I'll tell you where my brain jumped to straight away. Um, you've got something called therefore field task. Yes. Um, I've had some little and some small experience um, with the guys in the FMCG business, fast-moving consumer goods. Sure. Is this the kind of thing we're talking about here? If, or is this field-based IT team specifically? Or can it be the guys that are going out into the field? Give me an example. Well, you know, I mean, lots of businesses have uh, teams of technicians, for example, mm -hmm. that are out in the field, for example, installing decoders or um, okay. whatever the case would be, yeah. fixing street lights. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, Could you imagine if sort of government departments bought this? Wow. Gosh, you know, well, that's a tricky sure. one. <laughs> but you know, Municipalities, so, Could you imagine that would efficiency? Be a, well, that would be the Smack ideal. Smack him on the hand, David. The ideal <laughs> thought, actually, is that, I mean, if a municipality were using the software, they could log mm -hmm. all of those outages, whether it be a pothole mm -hmm. or a broken street light or a blocked drain, uh, and they could then manage those field tasks that are not in the office, they're out in the field, but the system would um, provide them with access to the appropriate reporting to allow them to manage service level agreements, track what's closed, but what's really important is, is with all of these applications is you can track when things happen again and again and again and again. And obviously when, th when you have repeat areas of service failure, yeah. that means that you need to uh, strategically apply yourself to making, for example, your streetlights more robust or whatever the case may be. You and I could have an entire discussion based just on that and the need for certain municipalities. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. To make a... Um, okay, so somebody is in. Hi, Pete. Good to hear you on the radio. Fleety. Somebody's listening. Oh, that's my friend Gla Graham Fleetwood. Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh, no relation to Mick? No. No, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, we've got international listenership. Well, there we go. He's, he's one person's listening, so... <laughs> There you go. It's always, it always amazes me because, uh, you know, and, and to this day, I still get people that, you know, I haven't spoken to for ever in a day, and they're like, oh, I was tuning in, I tuned into Mix, and I heard you on the radio. Yay. Yeah. It's amazing to, you know, to think about the reach that uh, radio has. Absolutely. So, are these, are these your core sort of uh, 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 components to your system? The quantum, strat IQ, help desk, field task? Well, that's generally what we sell most of. But on the odd occasion, we'll have a client that has a specific need. So as long as it's business process management, you know, because of the technology being configurable, if they have a specific need that's not one of those four items, we can still look after them. Okay, we're going to come back and uh, we're going to wrap up... Uh, with uh, Peter Lever, the CEO of Therefore. We'll come back, wrap up, and uh, we'll get out some contact details as well. So if you want to uh, get hold of him, we'll tell you how you can do that in just a bit. David Watts on Mix 93.8. My guest in studio tonight, uh, Peter Lever, CEO of Therefore. So, Peter, just before we, we say goodbye, because it sounds like a fantastic product, okay? Is it is it 100% south african signed sealed and delivered absolutely it's developed in south africa uh -huh. supported from south africa developed by south africans battle tested in south africa so it's you know 
intrinsically aware of how it is to run a business in South Africa. So, so give me a quick rundown. What is what is special about Therefore? Well, I mean, I, firstly, we've, you know, as you've just said, it's developed and supported from South Africa. It's internet-based. Uh, it can handle multiple companies. It's also geographically aware, so it knows one branch versus the other. It can track service levels across branches. Uh, it's got great management reporting. And as you know, I mean, if you can't measure something, you certainly can't manage it. It's configurable. Uh, we deploy it rapidly, and why that's important is because it adds value sooner in the project lifecycle. Mm-hmm. It's affordable. Okay, We don't charge telephone numbers. Um, we need a long-term relationship, so we're going to charge something sensible. It's a fully outsourced model. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, There's no upfront investment, so you don't have to set aside a bunch of capex and the like. It's a monthly rental, so you know you can, one can get one's head around it. And um, you know, I suppose at 100 miles an hour, that's roughly it. Okay, but that that it sounds like, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's brilliant. I mean, it's it's affordable. It's locally um, developed. Um, just chat to me quickly, okay, before we let you go. Um, with this, the whole idea is to increase efficiency, productivity. Correct. Have you noticed a difference with your clients? We certainly have. Hey? And I mean, there are a number of things. We've grown with our clients. Uh, and some of our clients are probably two or three times the size uh, now than they were when we started with them. And we have kind of proud to have been part of that journey Obviously, there's lots and lots and lots of things that go into a success. Mm-hmm. But we're very proud of the fact that part of the active ingredient for that success has been us. So um, we've noticed huge, huge shifts in terms of efficiency and the like. Well, I think that's brilliant. And of course, you're there all the time. You and your team are there 24-7. Well, that's, well you know, we're available 24-7. Uh, one of the benefits, of course, of, of renting something and not selling it is that we have line of sights of our customers. I can pop through the door anytime I wish, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which has been superb because you're so close to your customer and your customers are continually giving you neat ideas for product developments. Yeah. And we're kind of trawling through those neat ideas and we're using that to refine the product. But I mean, the thing that, I th- and I've picked this up uh, during the course of our conversation, which I think is absolutely amazing. I mean, you're the CEO and founder of the company, and they, yet you're there. You're in the trenches. Oh, sure. You, you, you interact with your customers. You go and see your customers, and you mentioned earlier on that they can contact you directly. Yes. Um, so I, I think that's an amazing thing, that you are, as the CEO, so involved in your business. How do people get hold of you? Well, I mean, folks are more than welcome to give me a shout. They can call me on my mobile, mm-hmm. 83 447 4883 or they can uh, have a look at my website which is www.therefore.coza that's therefore as in I think therefore I am oh another clever little play on the word (laughs) therefore okay so uh, therefore.co.za um, and uh, let me give you that number once again if you'd like to contact Peter directly 083-447-4883 that's 083-447-4883 Peter, thanks so much for coming in and having a chat tonight well, Thanks very much for having me It's been lots of fun It's fantastic Now I want to grow my business big enough so that I can afford somebody like you to come in and, and 
make it more efficient. That would be my greatest pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, being an entrepreneur like entrepreneur like I'm, I don't know. David Watts on Mix 93.8.